This is dedicated to the niggas that was down from day one. Welcome to the Bart House. Hey man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it's...
So, uh, should we, should we start? Uh, you're listening to Bear Friend Tea Party, the world's only podcast featuring Christopher Winner, D. Gunnard Beamish, Jeremy Mullis of North Carolina, and Jonathan Bumpers. Um, thanks for joining us. Slow that part down. When you edit it. Well, I'm gonna move it to the upper cross. Gonna shake this minimum wage. I did no phone book, baby. Just check the society page. Segment one: Classic hip hop albums. The Chronic, Dr. Dre, 1992. Yeah, I mean, so basically, like you know, ever since we started doing our classic hip hop album segments, you know. I mean, which we've and we've gotten a great response, but like people have been writing in from the beginning, say, you know, when are you gonna, when are you guys gonna do the chronic? When are you guys gonna talk about the chronic? And I've, you know, I've kind of thought, you know, oh, like, you know, what is there? What? Is, okay, you can. Can you stop that now? Can you stop that now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many notes I put in. See, look at this. Can you see this? Is, oh, it's 149. It counts the notes. Wait, wait, wait. Every, everybody let Jeremy say whatever he's saying for a minute. So anyway. <laughs> so, you know, for, I mean, from the... Ever since we started doing this, uh, you know, the, our classic hip-hop albums segment, you know, uh, people have been writing in, and the response has been great, but people have been writing in from the beginning... And, and saying, you know, like, when are you guys going to talk about The Chronic, you know? And my response is always like, you know, what? I mean, what else is there to say that hasn't been said, you know? But, you know, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Ha ha ha! Yeah! Nine, two! Death Row Records! Creeping while you're sleeping! Niggas with attitudes? Nah, low. Niggas on a motherfucking mission! So, uh... Niggas and niggas? I mean, so this is, is this, is this the first, like, rap song that uses that, like, really weird sort of, like, 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 um, like, no effect, like, like, high-pitched, like, I don't think so. They would show up in a lot of different songs? I don't think so. I, what is it's, that? I almost said calliope. I mean, great, <laughs> I don't think that's a calliope. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad It really is a shame that gangster rap Does not involve more calliope But so 
Well, look, look, let me... You know, Calliope would be a pretty good name for a rapper, actually. Like, it would be spelled funny, like, Kali, and then an O, and then a P. I think that, I think there is a member of the Wu clan named Calliope, actually. How could there not be? So... Sorry, do you guys really have thoughts on these things? Like, is this, is that for, are you for serious? It's basically what I'm asking. Yeah, this, no, this is serious. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about the chronic here. I have a few, I have a few things to make, because I went back. And that's, that, that is, I have gathered that that is a rap album. Yeah? Yes, well, if, if you let me start this off. I, I'm right, I mean, so, it just it seems like everything's already been said, you know? In fact, that's what he said. He already said, what else is there to say? Let him, let him, let him say it. Let him, let him. So, yeah. So, ever since we started doing our uh, classic hip-hop album Are you going to start back from you know, the beginning? And... <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. You're right, you're right, you're right. Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. The joke is that we haven't ever done that. Just, just so we're all no, understood. No, no, don't say that. It goes unsaid. It goes unsaid. Uh. I'm not sure I understand why this is funny. <laughs> so, just, just let him, let, let's see where he's going with this. This is the, not, not all segments, not all segments have to be funny. Yes, that was that cat, all right. So... <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, so look, ever since, you know, ever since we started doing... <laughs> come on, come on, just ever, let him, ever let since, him finish. So ever since we started doing... <laughs> I'm trying to... Okay. <sighs> So basically, I mean, ever since we start, so ever since we started doing our classic hip hop albums segment, you know, and the response has been tremendous. But like ever since we started, you know, people have been writing in saying, when are you guys going to talk about the chronic? Yeah, stop tweeting us about that shit. We know you want to hear about the chronic. I'm tired. I'm tired of people tweeting us about the chronic. So the answer is we're we're going to talk about it right now. Um, I'll just get us. I'll get us started off. Um, for those of you not familiar, um, this is this is a uh, seminal gangsta rap album. Came out in 1992. Yeah. Credited to um, Dr. Dre, and this is this is coming out like kind of just on the heels of uh, his split with N.W.A. It's his first kind of solo effort. He was a rapper in in that group, um, and had some kind of a some kind of a falling out with uh, Sir Easy E. Yeah. Wait. But so, Sir, uh, I didn't you know, know basically, he was, uh, he was knighted. Yeah. Did he really get knighted? I he wasn't he knighted at the Did time. He He's been knighted since. It's anachronistic. It's anachronistic to call him but, Sir Easy E at that time. Oh, okay. But Dr. Dre really was a doctor at the time. Yes, Dr. Dre was, is actually not a doctor. He's, he's, but he, to be clear, I mean, he has a PhD in sociology. So whether you want to call that a doctor or not, you know. Uh, 
actually sounds pretty good. No, I mean, I, well, I mean that's actually, you know, that's actually that's actually the first point I want to make. And, yeah. Because there are some, there are some. Th- oh, on the whole, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I was not like totally blown away listening back to this album. But there are a few things I really like. And I have to say, you know, one thing that I like about this album is the production is really tight. And you know, it's. You know, it's got it's got a pretty sweet sound. Yeah. And it really, you know, you just it really takes you back to that kind of really takes you back to the '90s. Just immediately, just listening to a few seconds of it, you know, I'd say. But you know, is that snorkel? It sounds like a snorkel. No, nobody knows what it it's is. It's not a snorkel. It's not. <laughs> nobody knows what that is, actually. I... <laughs> it's. <laughs> Bear friend tea party. Well, snorkel snorkel doesn't really translate to a lot. Anyway, I, I would sooner believe that that's uh, some bagpipes that have been fucked with in post than a snorkel, frankly. Jeremy, I think you make a good point. This is this is quality production. I don't know. I know like next to nothing about hip hop and rap or music production. Don't don't let on. Regular listeners. I think this is. I think this is kind of roughly. This album is kind of like. This is kind of where like, you know, gangster rap kind of enters the mainstream. Yeah. Where like that kind of you start getting that fairly high production values because even if you go back and listen to N.W.A., it was kind of, it had it was a little rough. It's very rough. Is this the album that launched Snoop Doggy Dogg's career? Yes. yes. Yes, it I, is. It is, and that's that's the second point I was gonna make. The two things that I really like about this album. Number one, I do like the production. It does have a very consistent sound. It really like has that. I don't know how original it was, but it does really like really nail that kind of '90s gangster rap sound. The second thing I really like this, about this album, despite the fact that it is a Dr. Dre album. The second thing I really like is there's so much Snoop Doggy Dog on it. That's a good thing to mm. like. Um, the, the, first, the first track on this album has, like, no Dr. Dre at all. It's all Snoop Doggy Dog, just kind of introducing Dr. Dre and, like, kind of, you know, readying you for Dre to, like, actually take the mic. Well, cor- Jeremy, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, Dre was always kind of more of a producer than a rapper. Is that right? Yes, that like he is was right. More comfortable and, as a producer. And I mean, I think it shows in this album. It really shows. Which brings me to the first thing that I really don't like about this album, and that is Dr. Dre, <laughs> who, who I think you know he. He honestly, for being a Dr. Dre album, he really doesn't rap that much, but he raps enough that it becomes really tiresome. I don't like his like style of flow. I find it very monotonous, and it, it, you know he's just like it's kind of monotonous. It's it's all the same. It's too serious, and he's just always doing this kind of faux like tough guy vibe. And you contrast that to like Snoop. 
who has this like really kind of playful like he's melodic he's melodic he's melodic he's melodic and so you're listening i'm listening to this album and it's like it really it'll start to drag and i'd be like oh why am i listening to this and then snoop will come on and you're like this is some hot shit so so yeah i really am not a fan of dr dre bear friend bear friend Bear friend? Bear friend? Yeah, Dr. Dre's voice is just like, like some... Oh yeah, oh yeah. Which brings me to the other thing I really don't like about this album, um, which is, you know, it's the subject matter. I think there's like... And this album, you know, it got a lot of flack at the time for being like, oh, it's just like all this like gangster shit and like shooting people and like misogyny and stuff. Like, honestly, when I listen to this album, it seems like half the time too much talking about Easy e It's like, you know, talking about Death Row Records. There's a lot of talking about Dre's 64 Impala. And then it's just a bunch of posturing. It's like if you're listening to Dre, it's just, it really is just like constant like posturing. With hindsight, it really just all comes off as very um, juvenile. Bear Friend Tea Party. Take that easy, E. But it's also, it's in a way, like, especially with Dre, it's in a way that is so detached. It's so, like, it's just posturing, and it's totally unreal. I can't relate to it, you know? And I am acutely aware of how it sounds for for me, a, a like, a 35-year-old upper-middle-class white dude, to be listening to a 20-year-old hip-hop album and complaining that I can't relate to it. But it's not so much that I was, obviously I did not grow up on the streets of Compton, I wasn't poor, etc. Obviously I'm not gonna relate to it on that level. But when I listen to, for instance, the Notorious B.I.G.'s Ready to Die album, subject matter, a lot of it's the same. Like, I'm really great, you know, I grew up on the street, I'm gonna cap you, blah, 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 but you can relate to it, and I'll tell you why you can relate to it. The reason that you can relate to Biggie is because Biggie tells you how it feels. He tells you how he feels about it, and Dre never does. It's all posturing. It's just posturing. Biggie, there's a lot of posturing, but he also like expresses his feelings about it. There's a melancholy to it. And I never get that with Dre, so you can never really connect on that level. Touche. Yeah, yeah, you got me there. <laughs> what? I guess, I don't know. I want to make one more point. 
this you know this is a very influential album I see why it's influential I would say that it has not held up and I think with the benefit of hindsight I would just say there's way too much fucking filler on this album there's 16 tracks it's an hour long and I would say about 30 minutes of that is filler there's uh there are two tracks that are just skits that (laughs) and then there's you know there's various tracks which start with skits he also does this thing which the RZA does also and I guess it's just another of those kind of common things he does this thing where like the song's over and I'm just gonna let the beat play for another like minute and a half you know just to pad this fucking thing out I don't know if like they didn't know like if how long it was gonna be and they were like maybe maybe someone else will come in and want to rap I don't know if you're supposed to like do your own verse at that point or I'll never understand that's just the way you make a hip hop album But yeah, I would say if you're gonna go back and listen to the chronic, I'd say start with track three, listen through track nine, and then I think you'll be pretty good. It'll be about 25 minutes of real solid material, and the rest you can just skip. I wanted to go back to to what you were saying about Snoop Dogg. Um, Did he change his name to, like, Snoop Lion? Yes. Is that real? I always wonder if I dreamed that. (laughs) I wonder if it's like like an Onion article or something, or... No, I think that's actually true. I never listened to any of his reggae. Is it Lion with two N's? No, Lion with one N. <laughs> See, but it makes sense that Snoop Dogg would do a reggae album, honestly. Because he's always yeah. been really big into the, you know, the ganja. And that's like, you know, where... where he... Hello, caller! You're on the You're air, on the air. Uh, Bear Friend Tea Party. Oh. Chatting Hello? with Nathan. I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Can can you speak up? Hello. Can you turn your turn your radio down? I hear you uh, in the background. Where was I? Um, that's like the common ground between hip hop culture and Rasta culture is, is the, you know marijuana, which and, and here's and also country music because Willie Nelson also put out a reggae album. Willie Nelson put out a reggae album. He sure did. I knew he liked to to to, mm. to I knew I knew he liked weed a lot. But. I did not know he had a reggae phase. We have another caller on the line. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Snoop Dogg. The reason I brought up Billy uh-huh. Nelson and marijuana and reggae music is because right. s- s- I was listening to this Willie Nelson album, obviously, and Snoop Doggy Dogg starts singing on it. Right, right. 
<laughs> and I mean like singing. Yeah. Oh, he sings real good. Yeah, he sings on that, and he sings on one of his other on one of his albums. He. Are you talking about the song "Sensual Seduction"? Yes. Also, which I guess the explicit version is called "Sexual Eruption." Yes. Both both are good song titles. <laughs> I kind of prefer "Sensual Seduction." <laughs> it sounds more like an. It sounds it's, more like R. Kelly. It's, honestly, it's kind of more dirty, even. But they're both. I don't see how one is less explicit than the other. <laughs> we have a caller on the line. Uh, he, uh, uh, you know what? It was a telemarketer. Um, I had to stop giving out my number. Segment two, that's Showbiz. So I'm listening to this Willie Nelson album. That's Showbiz. Oh, well, that's Showbiz. That's Showbiz. We need a good sh- we need a good showbiz sound effect that you can put in whenever someone says that's showbiz. That's showbiz. <laughs> okay, so I don't need to worry about not having enough sound effects. <laughs> I'm just worried that I'm worried that you'll put in so many sound effects your computer will catch on fire. So, Chris, should we do your segment? Segment three is the Constitution bullshit. This is gonna be this is gonna be a great segment. So my segment is is the Constitution bullshit, and basically, I'm sick of this bullshit. Right? I am. Um, like we were watching the. World Series of Baseball recently, you know, Tilo and I. And you know what? Uh, the seventh inning stretch, they don't sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game anymore. They play some bullshit patriotic music and they bring out like a, a veteran to sing it and everybody, you know, applauds and bullshit. Is, is that because it was on Veterans Day? No, they do that like all the time now. Really? Every they don't game. Sing- they don't, they don't sing, sing take, take Me Out to the Ball Game anymore. Okay. They, they, I... they have this asshole soldier come out and sing America the Beautiful. <laughs> Stands up and just listens and salutes or whatever. And they don't sing Take Me Out to the Fucking Ball Game. I mean, look. It's complete we all... shit. And I blame the goddamn Constitution. I guess that, I mean, we all hate veterans. I think we can all agree on that. Agreed. But Agreed. I guess I'm failing to see the connection. Yeah, there's no connection. Those are two separate things. <laughs> so you're changing your topic, or? <laughs> um. So do you, do you is what you? Yes, may I help? Hello. I had a twelve o'clock appointment with Doctor Dre. Do you hate? The Constitution, or do you just really like the song "Take Me Out to the Ball Game"? You know, I don't even like the song "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" all that much. Like, if I had my choice of songs for them to sing at the seventh inning stretch, it'd be so- something off the Chronic, probably. <laughs> no, I would. I think I would choose "Build Me Up Buttercup" by the Foundations. 
Because everybody loves that song. Like, young or old, everybody can enjoy that song. I don't know if it has the stain power of Ain't Nothing But a G thing. No, no. And the thing, the nice thing about Build Me Up Buttercup is they could still have some, you know, professional singer come out and sing it, and all the, the audience could do the chorus parts, you know? I guess, I guess, so could we, could we, could we, I mean, could we define our terms? Like, what, when you say that the Constitution is bullshit, what does that mean to you? One thing that's really driving me crazy is, like, you don't get, you, you're not allowed to say anything bad about our bullshit Constitution in this country. You're supposed to go around talking like, you know, James Madison was some sort of demigod. I mean, it's bullshit. It's a crappy Constitution. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't work well. I guess I'm saying, like, okay, for an 18th century document, you know, it had its virtues. But I think we're far too reverent about that shit these days. It's, as a, as a national constitution goes, it's not very good. It's missing a lot of stuff, and it has a lot of crazy shit in it that doesn't make sense. The Electoral College is bullshit. The Electoral College doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's anti-democratic at the very least. I mean, it makes it makes an historical sense. You understand how they got there. Yeah, but you know, we're here where we are today, and it would make a lot more sense if we could have direct election of presidents. If we didn't have such an idiot Senate. I mean, the Senate's just complete bullshit. Um, the relationship between the Supreme Court and the executive and legislative is not clear, and it's given these asshole judges, you know, the opportunity to go around declaring shit unconstitutional uh, because it's not clear. Oh, so I, are you against? So you're against common law? Is that what you're against? What I would like, I would like me just a, a decent parliamentary system. Yeah. You know, that works. You get yourself a good parliamentary system, especially with maybe some proportional representation. That's some that's some good shit. I think and that I mean that doesn't make the constitution bullshit. Though, I well, it? I disagree. Yeah, if it's 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 not a system that's serving us well today. And I'm tired of people always being, like, reverent about it and like, oh, it's a work of genius, blah, blah, blah. We should get rid of it. It's not doing anybody any good. You don't like, uh, isn't the, wait, is the Bill of Rights in there? Yeah, the Bill of Rights is technically, uh, yeah, those are the first ten amendments to the Constitution. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, you know, look, it's a living document. I'd, I'd say that if is you it? don't like the... Is it? When is the last time we amended that bastard? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember either. I think uh, uh, something. Was it when they repealed the prohibition? 90s. I, I think it's more recent than that. It's your topic. Um, you, know, you should know. I should. I should know, but I don't. Um, I mean, I think that. You know. Hey, that's showbiz. Like honestly, Chris, I think your argument is a little muddled. I think you have like some problems with this uh, country. 
Yeah. And the 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 government there, and I think, but I think it's a little. I think you're a little out of line to just from that make the statement that you think the Constitution is bullshit. Yeah, I, I think if I, agree it, with that. I think you have a point in in as much as you're saying that you know there is like you know we shouldn't have a reverence for something that is just like a document I, I agree with that we shouldn't treat it with a reverence you know we should treat it as like a tool um, and you know for people to kind of to be all like weird and like uh, you know in love with it and shit is kind of uh, that's bullshit but uh, I think there's some good shit in there I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, there, there's some good shit in there. I think you know, most, I, most of the Bill of Rights is fine. I'm just saying by comparison to, you know, the standard of the day, it's, I don't think it's, I think it's pretty, uh, um, pretty weak. Danny, I'm not taking any more pictures of you <laughs> holding up your, your records. That's it. No, that's enough. Why don't you take part? Why don't you take part in the podcast? <laughs> because I've never read the Constitution. No, no one's read it. It's really long. It's like the Bible. It's like the Chronic. I mean, yeah, boy. It's like an hour long. The Constitution. I mean, oh, all those skits. I mean, most of it was, you know, the the best parts of the were ripped off of like George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. That doesn't make it bullshit. Excuse me? Uh, you, meant, you, meant, you meant the... Uh... uh your guys' topics sucked. Oh yeah, why don't you write a constitution? What would be in your constitution? What, tell me the Chris Mullis constitution. Okay, okay. You start with a basic parliamentary system. Boring. You've got the, the executive Boo. and the legislative... No, what if, I mean, I don't want, no one wants to wear fucking wigs. You don't have to wear wigs in a parliamentary system. They've got a parliament. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's always what you say. What's your opening line? You need a hook. What's your opening intro line? Fuck you all. That would be the, the beginning. Um, Definitely grabs you. What about, and then is there yeah. the sound of like a jail, a jail cell slamming? <laughs> okay, you know, you raise a good point. You raise a good point. Why can't our Constitution have an audio feature? <laughs> Why are there no sound effects? <laughs> well, I mean, I think they, I think it was, it was Jefferson's intent that it should have sound effects. Yeah, Jefferson. But you know what? You know, it was a crazy summer. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy building his dumb waiter. <laughs> yeah, and that thing that that thing with the pen that's attached to the other pen, so you can sign write a, a, two letters at once. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's handy. Abacus. Yeah, an abacus. It was called the Jefferson Abacus. Simpler times. Ah, yeah. I miss the first Continental Congress, though. Yeah, yeah. Those were the days. You're you're an Articles of the Confederation guy. I don't fucking know. Um, so your Constitution starts with "fuck all y'alls," and right, then there's he just said, "fuck you." 
Penis said fuck you all. No, I like fuck all y'alls better. Then there's a sound... Yep. Then, then there's the sound of a jail cell slamming. What's next? Then the beat... Then the beat comes in. <laughs> What's... Where do you... How, how does the beat go, Chris? It's a real fat beat, you know. Uh, I'm not specific. Imitate it. No, I can't, I can't imitate it. It's is, is it... Is it, like, bassy? Is it really bassy? It is. This is a segment I haven't really worked out yet. This is a, a quiz segment. It's called Bears, bears or, bees. or Bees. And for each question, you have to answer bears or bees. Can't believe you held out this amazing topic until. <laughs> yeah, this seems this seems really good. You know, it seems great. The problem is I haven't worked out any of the questions yet. You know, which makes it a little tougher. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bumble. B. Polar. Bear. Brown. Bear. Honey. Mm. Bear's gonna eat your... Yeah, it could go either way. Honey is a tricky one. Stinger. Um, Bear. B. Okay. Uh, 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 Lives in a hive. Uh, What kind of hive? <laughs> a beehive, like a cave. Oh, uh, okay. Bee. No, like a beehive. A bee. Yeah. Hibernates. Uh, bear. Bear, definitely. Possibly bees also. Bear. Dance-based communication bees. system. Bees. It doesn't apply. Uh-huh. <laughs> country, j- <laughs> country jamboree. A bear. That's definitely bear. Toss up. Bear and the. A we- weird Jerry Seinfeld animated movie. Uh, bees. Yeah, the bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah he bee, may have bee, also bee. had one about bears. Is it a bear movie? I don't think he did. That's all I've got. But I feel like it could go somewhere if I prepared it. You know, if I worked on it. I think it already did. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good segment. I've never made the uh, <laughs> Hey. That's showbiz. If you've enjoyed Bear Friend Tea Party, you can find us at www.flowersofdiscuss.com, iTunes, Zoom Marketplace. Follow us on Twitter at BRFRNTTRTY at you can email us barefrenttparty at aol.com that's barefrenttparty at aol.com first listener to email in uh, we'll get $20 that's showbiz folks you can call Barefriend Tea Party at 503 754 8096 That's 503-754-8096. Call us 24 hours a day. Call us at 3 a.m. sometimes. Enjoy it. So long, everybody.
Good night.